0: and also if you read through the entire verse it then goes on to the rule of threes and shit and it gets really fucking weird really quick like like honestly if you read all the way through you have rape apologetics but yeah he only he only quotes the first part and to be fair that's true of all of Matthew like well, that's- it's impossible
1: to quote more than a sentence of Matthew before he's like because they're coming for your bicycle and you're like oh <laughs> <laughs> 18, 18, 18 15.
0: <laughs> Swing Bible. God
1: awful movie. movie, movie. movie.
0: Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian Cinema, because if podcasting doesn't work out, I want a really weird resume. I'm your host, Noah (laughs) Luzian, and sitting to my immediate left is my good friend, Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. Thanks, Noah. Uh, You know who has lots of Jewish friends? (laughs) We do. We do. (laughs) It's just very important to establish that right now. Lots of Jewish friends. Speaking of which, sitting eighty one miles to my right is my bad friend Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, Jewish friend? Uh I'm good. I'm good. I feel like we need moishi for this episode. Yeah.
1: Call,
0: <laughs> not returning my text. You feel know, like need a like a call. What do they do where they take the pitcher? We need to like take away Heath's ball <laughs> slowly. <laughs> All right, so I feel like we need to uh, explain ourselves a bit. So tell us, Heath, what will we be breaking down today? We watched The Bible Man Show, Episode 2, Silencing the Gossip Queen. And it's that rare combination of a children's TV show and a Nazi propaganda musical. <laughs> it's it's what Stock and Bloom should have made instead of Springtime for Hitler. That would have been a better choice. Well, what's interesting is that like this is par for the course if you're like a Muslim kids show, right? This is like this is like Muslim Sesame Street. Uh, we're just not used to seeing it from American filmmakers or television makers or. Pseudo television makers. So Eli, how bad was this episode? <laughs> well, if you love crime fighting superheroes with a holy message, and you're
1: a big old anti-Semite,
0: you <laughs> will love this movie. Wow. I don't wanna I don't wanna bang the same drum, but man. Man, they hate the Jews. It's rough. It's <laughs> so, real rough. All right, so let's actually get into the details here because this movie doesn't have like a strictly anti-Semitic message or anything. It just has a villain that is a little over the top for Mel Gibson's dad, right? Like he was just <laughs> like, guys, the hook nose. really we're going with the They the yep, hook. they did. Yeah. They went with it. So, and the hat. Yeah, the, the <laughs> villain of this movie, and the, and the bouffant hairdo and everything, the villain of this movie, or villainess of this movie, is the Gossip Queen, and she could not be more of a Jewish stereotype. Oh, absolutely. She is the craziest version of a Jewish stereotype, humanly possible. Like, a weird, anti-Semitic, triple-speak of a stereotype. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> we should point out that the, the, the actress is not Jewish. She just plays it Jewish, plus they give her a fake hooked nose. I I think they took away the horns at the last second, but this is actually Willie Ames, the, the star director, writer, choreographer, etc. of the film. Uh, this is his wife. This That's Buddy Lembeck's wife? Yeah. It's the gossip queen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Very much so. I'm so happy. Do, do you think he was trying to send a message by typecasting her as an ugly, gossipy bitch? Well. <laughs> hey, honey, you know what you should play in this one? An ugly bitch. If the Jew and the fits. perfect role for you, She she starts producing a mini-series. It's like The Tiny Dick Man. It's a new show I'm creating <laughs> called <laughs> Fucking Tiny Dick Can't Find the Clitoris Man, Rod. <laughs> Rod All right, so is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? I would. I would. I'm gonna say best worst. ADR. (laughs) It is amazing the the overdubbing. At at least three different times we watch Willie Ames trying to say two numbers, like from a Bible verse. The line is like Ephesians 15, 11. And in the take they kept, his mouth is moving for a good like 30 seconds while he mangles the second number. So they have to ADR over it and, and put in one number but for like 30 seconds. (laughs) It's just complete nonsense. It's amazing. It's a Godzilla movie level bad ADR. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Except that it's like suddenly a Godzilla movie, right? It's not like it's that way the whole time or anything. Yeah, no, it was spectacularly bad. Like we've watched Vultures of Horror and by that standard, this was so fucking bad. I was surprised that they kept something that bad in Bible man. Right. Like that's it's it's so bad that even given the quality we've come to expect from multiple viewings of Bible man episodes, I was like, oh, come on, guys, you can do better than this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I have a best worst here. I wanted to go with best worst schism. <laughs> You're talking about the kids, Yes, right? yeah. And there's a point in this movie where like everyone has to get angry at each other and they have like apparently they've given their so- themselves 14 seconds to have 9 people get mad at each other for 9 different <laughs> reasons. So it's this weird like human centipede of fucking foibles that ha- has to happen in order to like actually work this into the time frame they've given it. Is there such a thing as emotional impermanence not like, I know like, like you want your baby to have object permanence is there emotional impermanence where like you put a mirror in front of these kids and they'd be like stop copying me and they get in a fight with them like, within 6 seconds subject permanence they lack subject permanence yeah exactly we've, we've, yeah. <laughs> we've discovered a, discovered a whole that. new disorder by watching 130 some Christian movies <laughs> who would have thunk Uh, I, I again I, I just gotta just one more time. That's worst <laughs> unintentional anti-Semitism, right? Are we sure they- it was unintentional? We are not sure. I am a hundred percent sure that, like six years later, someone was like, "Hey, is that character supposed to be Jewish?" And Willie was like, "Oh no, you don't <laughs> think, right? I was just thinking, you know, like a sneaky person with a beaky nose and like a, a naggy sort of New York voice. It's like, right? You know, that's, uh, that's the stereotype. Well, maybe Jewish people shouldn't be so. Oh, I. Uh-huh. All right, yeah, okay, let's go with unintentional. It's way funnier that way. (laughs) All right, well, if we drag out the intro too long, we're probably going to think better of reliving this experience, so we're just going to pause here for a quick break, and when we come back, we'll dig into all the Judeophobic dance numbers that are Bible Man, Episode 2, Silencing the Gossip Queen. Hey, folks. You know, it's not very often that we get to talk about listener responses here on our show, and that's because mostly you're all pretty cool. Uh, That is, when Eli doesn't write sketches that some people interpret as pro-bullying. Because it was! No, you're right, it was. But but there's one person (laughs) whose feedback we'd like to give some special attention to this week. Let's call him Mike. Mike has contacted us on every podcast we do and every possible medium every few months since we started podcasting. Now, we're pretty sure Mike has never actually heard any of our shows since he never addresses anything we say or do, but he knows there's atheists on it and apparently that's enough. And the thing that makes Mike special is that he's obsessed with our sexuality and he likes to rhyme. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) so i mean those are two great things (laughs) when you think about it yeah (laughs) like you're gonna have to explain further why no yeah exactly exactly in the abstract this is a good thing so far but in homage to today's episode here's a special song that we made up of a selection of 100 percent real quotes from mike's email that we like to call that's why you're queer
1: lived in this land since I was a boy. You take the Lord's name in vain as though it were a toy. I love you and want you to really learn, but you're fags and someday you will burn. That's why you're queen. You hate your life. That's why you're queen. You must not love your wife. I I live live knowing knowing that that God God is on There is only one God to fear That's why you're queer Also, you're why Trump got elected All caps You abortion-supporting murderous horse You have allowed the devil into your back doors But when you stand before God, you'll shake with fear You deny God to excuse that you're queer that's why you're queen. You hate your life. That's why you're queen. You know you can't love your wife. I live knowing that God is on my side. There is only, only one God to fear. That's why you're queen. Are you getting these emails? I want to know. Right back soon, Reverend Pastor Mike. You'll die some days, though you think you won't. You think you know everything, but fake news you don't. The devil has told you you know it all, but when you die, that you will have to fall. That's why you're queen. You hate your life. That's why you're queen. You know you hate your wife. I, I live, live knowing, knowing that God is on. Me. There is only one God to fear. That's why you're queen. Only one God. That's why you're queer. He's my God. How lucky am I? You, man. I live knowing that God is on my but side. There and there's is, only one, to fear. To fear. There is only one God to fear. That's why you're queen. There is queer. only one God to fear. No other God. There is only one why
0: you're queer
1: all right see you on twitter
0: and we're back for the breakdown and we're going to start off with some basic science stuff and beakers (laughs) flasks (laughs) a sewing machine (laughs) you know that at one point he turns to the set guy and the set guy's like it's white (laughs) <laughs> Willie you're being silly you're a silly Willie now get out there and do your little show and <clears throat> what's amazing here is that oh, what we need to see here is just Bible man in his lab doing Bible man stuff and what they've decided to make him do is sew up his suit as <laughs> <laughs> the heroic moment that we get by the way I love too that in science apparently we color code all our liquids with primary colors <laughs> one of each so we see him doing his sciencing and whatnot. And of course, we also notice that someone is watching him through a magic mirror, apparently. And she's a Jew. It's- <laughs> yeah, they made it almost 30 seconds before the first hate crime. Is it- Not quite. <laughs> Here it was. We see the most ridiculous, stereotypical Jewish lady. Like she's wearing a Halloween costume called evil Jewish woman that we now know definitely exists at, like, the Kansas Hobby Lobby, Where yes, the fuck they on this. Absolutely. You know how, like, you can only get mints-flavored Sprite below the Mason-Dixon line? You can also only get the Jew costume in Halloween Adventure below the
1: Mason-Dixon line.
0: Well, it's so funny because we've, of course, we talked this up in the in the intro. But as I'm going back through our uh, our notes, I'm like, oh yeah, there's just like we each have eight lines of, oh my god, she's just an evil Jewess. <laughs> okay, uh. well, here's the crazy thing: she's also got a Long Island accent, right? Like, oh hooked yeah. nose, gray skin, the hair, which stereotype which comes from anti Semitism, but like you can kind of forgive it. Long Island accent, you're thinking Jew. I yeah. know you're thinking Jew. You know you're thinking Jew. Yeah. Oh. Like, honestly, at this point, I'm expecting the Jewish lady to be like, well, the Holocaust was real. And then, like, bah, 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 bah. no, it wasn't, Gossip Queen. Those numbers are exaggerated. I'm Bible man. Like, that's almost what's going to happen in this episode. It is. Yeah, but first she's like, I am the Gossip Queen. Oi, there's a dreadful youth group over there. Um, so she calls for her henchmen. Loose Lips and Blabbermouth. <laughs> and honestly, I was just grateful that they weren't like Schoimel and Moigel. <laughs> no, this was a completely different stereotype. They have, they have different ethnic groups and weird. St- they keep going with this. It's not just the Jewish thing. Yeah. <laughs> mouth and Loose Lips, too. Different way. Yeah. No, these we'll guys are. We're, yeah. We're thinking <laughs> we're going Italian stereotypes here, but it's way more. So like they basically are carrying around plumbers, helpers, but we'll get there. <laughs> Um, I, I wanted to comment, too, on uh, the Gossip Queen's Throne, which is a leopard print blanket arranged a la a pillow fort behind her. <laughs> yes! <laughs> so, I don't know what happened. Because here's the thing, like, Bible Man most of its sets are a church basement, that same room in a church that we've seen all of these episodes, and then like the <laughs> super-duper-duper duper nice Bible Man lab, which we get to see the second floor of in this episode. Spoiler yeah. alert. Which makes me think that Willie Ames was just like, I don't know, I've budgeted like 150000 for the Bible Man lab, because we're going to use that all the time, and you have, <laughs> I don't know, like $7? $7 for <laughs> <in> your gossip <gospel laughs> queen there. What can you do, can you do with Seven bucks. How much was the col- the costume at the the party store? Yeah, right, right, you yeah, have $3. exactly. Three dollars. Well, we Ooh. promised to put it on a movie. They said they'd give it to us for free. It's like <laughs> brazzers.com. So the henchmen, blabbermouth and loose lips, have been sent off to destroy the Bible youth group. Um so they <laughs> walk through her evil mirror. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> apparently that's something you could do. They definitely had the following conversation when they made this episode. They're like, "Okay, so what's the thing? You know, Jewish people in mirrors. Some there's like a saying they about Jewish people in a mirrors. Saying, Jew, Jew, what Jew, are they? Jew, Jew do they do? Do in a mirror never no, be fearer." that just you're thinking Candyman. no like it's no. they don't show up or they can No they, that's it Wait, they they, they, no, they twice. can twice they, they can walk twice. into them they can walk through them yes okay that it's, was it's the it. they can walk they're, through cuz that's what they're we're doing they're watching you through the mirrors and and can then reach they can out and, dive yes. into them and get <laughs> their, it's the silver cuz they're made out of the silver and <laughs> <laughs> that's how it when it works <laughs> all right so that <laughs> That's the cold open. And now it's time for that... Sweet, sweet Bible man opening that even though this is our third episode, we still each have like a page of notes about because it's like, oh, you know what else I haven't said about this yet? Yep. <laughs> you you learn to appreciate the subtleties of it. It's like growing up too. Like the third or fourth time you watch it, you realize when David Spade entirely drops character and starts to look off camera in the background whenever he's not talking. It's like that with the Bible man opening <laughs> scene. You just start to get the little moments of it. I, for instance yeah. my realization i had was bible man's origin story is a nervous breakdown wait a second a lot of superheroes start with a nervous breakdown yeah. i actually can only think of one superhero who doesn't start with a nervous <laughs> breakdown they're just all lucky people who had nervous breakdowns and then i just wrote superman i can only think of superman <laughs> So, yeah, so so as a reminder here, this is how the Bible man thing opens up. It's like uh, so-and-so was a successful, powerful person. He had it all. Wealth, status, success. <laughs> and they give us a demonstration of those th- three things, right? We get a totem of wealth, Status and then success, and they get all of them wrong. Yes, yep. <laughs> their examples are so ridiculous for each one. Like wealth, they show you like a hundred dollars, a single hundred dollar bill <laughs> inside a money clip that's supposed to hold many. Like they don't even have some singles to fill out no. the wad of money to put inside their one hundred that they have. Don't even have a metal money clip. That money clip was like bought with. Fucking tokens or goddamn uh tickets at the arcade or something. It's a plastic money clip with a Burger King paycheck in it. Yeah. Also, also gloves. What? Well, one glove. Yeah. Right. One glo- like the, the econ 101 example of something with no value. Left glove by itself. Like right. literally, that's in textbooks. Also, like what kind of weird fucking one gloved coke parties are they picturing with this single hundred dollar bill and one one glove is wealth. That's wealth. Yeah, and they're only a third of the way into fucking this up because then they have status which is a copy of the Wall Street Journal and a cheap laptop. A newspaper. (laughs) Having a newspaper is status. I don't know if you know this, but uh, they just sell me the Wall Street Journal. Hand them the coins and they hand me the Old, outdated, of education right. every time. I also have this <laughs> Apple Newton pad. They're they going to go crazy. Yeah, right. It's a super big success. Baby's first bite. They're also, also <laughs> a pencil cup. There's a pencil <laughs> cup there. That's part of it. Because honestly, like which of those three items, those are the three things we see. The Wall Street Journal, a cheap laptop, and a pencil cup. I don't know which one of those is status. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like he was on the uh, the front page there or anything. Anyway, and then we get success. Oh, that's so <laughs> sad. This, here's the thing that breaks my heart. It's a great thing. <laughs> The fake Rolex is the most heartbreaking, yes. right? Because it's it's sad enough when you meet a goyim who's like, you see this thousand dollar watch? And you're like, yeah, man, get a fucking phone. But it's even sadder when they're like, you see this watch? It looks expensive. No, it doesn't. It looks like you're a male prostitute from 40 years ago. <laughs> Well, it's not just the watch though. He also has a key ring <laughs> with four keys on it. And honestly, the keychain still has the price tag on it. It literally still has a price tag. It's amazing. They're gonna return that later. They were like, okay, well, hold on. Don't we'll we're not gonna spend all that money on the props. Yeah, but. right. No, success is when you have like, you know, a shed in your back that also needs a key. Yes, there's two house keys, and yes, there's a car key, but also a fourth key. What is it? P.O. box, maybe? Like a rich person would have? Like a successful person would have? It's one of those fireproof boxes for my one $1 bill that <laughs> I keep for emergencies. Now You never know. After this, though, we get something very important. We get introduced to our cast of child characters so quickly and interchangeably. It's hilarious. There's like they introduce 97 kids in a quarter of a second. They're like, there's Barry and Larry and Sue and McKay. It's just like (laughs) all the children splay out, except, of course, for baby Heath. (laughs) The kid they introduced last, who weighs 135 pounds at the age of four. Yeah, well, okay. It, it, it's pretty weird the way they they introduce them too. They like they do the cast one by one, like like they're announcing the starting roster for the fucking Knicks. And yeah, it's just like <laughs> seems like each kid should be like naming their superpower after they show them, it's like Mickey, how- the- Smile Cannon, Ryan, <laughs> Childhood Diabetes, like. <laughs> Also, before they before they introduce the kids too, we have that iconic scene where he actually has the aneurysm that turns him into Bible Man. Um, so they have they say you know he's had wealth, status, and success, but then one day he lost it all. And the way that they show that, or like he realized it wasn't a, enough or something, the way they show this is him <laughs> almost losing a fight with his briefcase. <laughs> he starts dumping it out like. Like, this is how you become an atheist apostate. You, <laughs> like, empty your briefcase full of, like, spreadsheets in the rain. Like, reject that secular math. Like, fuck this. Yeah. So now he's Bible man. Yeah. So that's how we became Bible man. And, yes, we get billing for all the kids. Ashley and Sparky and whatever. All right. So now we cut to the school uh, where Bible man is apparently also the, like, chemistry teacher or science teacher. Okay. Okay. And we need to talk about his sweater vest, right? (laughs) I don't know what Williams was doing. If there was a big and tall store that offered to sponsor this episode, his sweater vest is approximately 435 sizes too large for him. (laughs) It's a circus tent. It's fantastic. And his corduroys, too. He's got, like, corduroys with, like, about a thousand pleats in them. Like, <laughs> the sweat, the, like you could fit five of him inside his clothes right now. And I, But I kind of like, like, the 90s, they were a simpler time for, for fat kids. Like <laughs> Every section was the husky section. Everything yeah. was big and tall. No, it was it good. Was. Or at least it was. it was great back then for people with a 27-inch waist. Um, so, yeah, and what, what happens here is that the one kid, Ricky. All the kids' names end with E, by the way, except for except for Fat Ryan. But Ricky is passing a note, and the way this scene plays out is, Bible Man says a science sentence. A kid passes a note, and he's like, "Ricky, I noticed you passing that note. Let me call you out." And then the bell rings because otherwise they would have had to come up with a second science sentence. <laughs> <laughs> he was sweating already. Yeah, right. He was naked. Hydrogen. Where, where's the belt? Where's that cut footage? Because you know what's out there, right? The where he like tried to go rogue, and he was like, hey, "I'll throw in an extra sentence." Why are there still monkeys? Nope. That's, that's on me. Come on, really, you can do this. Super simple. Vagina. Nope. That's a. All right. The Jews sets. buried all the fossils. All the <laughs> Jews. <sighs> Just throwing out slurs. I'm so sorry. Here we go. Gook. Gook. Ring the bell. You guys have the button. I see the button. I see your button. Come on. No, apologize about the sewing machine. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so he gets saved by the bell from that second sentence. Of course, Ricky has to stay back while he looks at that note and he's like, I sure feel sorry for the person they're making for you're making fun of in this note, Ricky. I wanted it to be him so bad. (laughs) Opens it up and it's like, hey, can he not afford a vest that fits him? Just like I feel bad for whoever this is about. I know my vest fits super well, so it's not me, right, Ricky? Ricky, but. But Ricky sure is sorry he gossiped Mr. T and he'll never do it again. Yeah. And, and uh, Willie Ames says, an ounce of gossip is worth a pound of trouble. That's yeah. his exact mm-hmm. words for his last. I really wanted Ricky to start asking about that, Matt. Be like, okay, wait. So hold on. A trouble is only worth 116th of a gossip. <laughs> what, what the fuck are you talking about? Just draw it on the board. Keep talking about the Jews. What were you saying earlier? (laughs) Uh, And I would like to emphasize this. Gossip's amazing, right? Like I had forgotten until I watched this episode (laughs) that that's something you're not supposed to care about. But as an adult, it's just the fucking best. There is no better (laughs) way. That's a bad lesson to teach people. I can walk up to a total stranger and be like, You want to hear about my best friend's wife, what I caught her doing? They'll be just like, yes, strangers, do it. You want to get some fucking coffee? A dog? They'll just eat peanut butter off anything, my friend. Come on. (laughs) Let's Eli, talk more. Talk more about the uh, the value of bullying. You have some strong <laughs> yes. opinions on that. Oh,
1: now there's going to be some victims of gossip who are like, actually, <laughs> I was
0: gossiped about in school, and it was really hard yeah. for me. Yeah, that's a lot of people are feeling that way yeah. right now. No. I'm what? quite certain you were the victims of gossip. What is wrong with you, people? <laughs> all right, so no, Eli, you're all I've, heroes. You're all heroes, just like soldiers. I'm going to tell you a story. that's true. <laughs> When I went to high school, a significant portion of my high school class believed that I sacrificed animals and that at least one kid had witnessed me doing so. Did you sacrifice animals? no, I didn't okay. sacrifice any animals I feel like that's so, a <laughs> yeah no yeah right no I have, to, I have to do have to point that out I'm an atheist after all, but yeah, like no they, like yeah so it, yeah there's def- there are definitely victims of gossip. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm still with, I'm still with your overall message. Gossip is awesome. Thank you. And if you have any, by all means, send it to Heath. Cause he'll, <laughs> he'll know what to do with it. It's really good. Send him your deep secrets too. He really handles those well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> all right. So now Bible man is leaving school and the evil, one of the evil henchmen blabbermouth or whatever shows up and tricks Bible man into an impromptu game of tag yeah. you know the old come and get me ruse yeah right though I bet you can't catch me and then he runs off yeah and okay so I want to talk real quick about the appearance of these henchmen oh again. yeah of course. we started to mention it already so the bad guys right now are either a Jewish mud witch we talked about her already <laughs> or Italian mimes but like Italian American and kind of dressed like gay Mario and their mimes. With yeah. with dried mashed potatoes on their face. Yeah. Very clearly <laughs> what happened. Too, is, yeah. <laughs> very clear what happened is when they got the Jew costume. The guy was like, I got these Mario and Luigi costumes I used for sick
1: stuff. Y'all want them too?
0: I kind of need all DNA evidence to be taken out of this store. And they were like, yeah, sure, absolutely. <laughs> and then, yeah. like, Willie Ames had a breakdown and screamed, the Japanese are coming, so they painted their faces gray. And they were like, see, Willie, totally different. And he was like, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. It's just... Well, bigotry is stacking up real fast, so why don't we just... <laughs> Easy. we'll stick with the gay Mario thing the mom yes. for now. we'll <laughs> pin in the Japanese face, we'll maybe do that there's a third episode, don't worry um, I love too that okay, as if Willie Ames running wasn't awkward enough, they also <laughs> give him a stack of books and a briefcase to carry through this chase okay, it's so because this actor is so much faster than Willie Ames oh yeah, they have to do their absolute best to Like, have him just, like, serpentine back and forth. He (laughs) runs back for a little bit. (laughs) Williams is like, you can see the shit running down his pants. God, I should have done insanity. Oh, my God. (laughs) 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 (sighs) But now, wouldn't you know, it? it turns out that this is a trap. He turns a corner and he's, like, in this weird alcove with a basketball uh, court and everything. And he's like, "Uh uh-oh, it's a trap. I better pray to God for my Bible man costume to be on me now. Yeah, and uh, a full-grown man changes into... Spandex and a cape in the middle of a schoolyard <laughs> with a muscle at suit. At this point, like if a full, like if that it it shouldn't go well when that happens. <laughs> it goes too well in in this in this episode. I don't like. This it. is why we need to arm the teachers for full grown men. In spandex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we're gonna do that, this is the only good reason. <laughs> Well, speaking of armed teachers, this motherfucker has a lightsaber, which they made no effort whatsoever to do light this time with it. So it's <laughs> very clearly just telescoping plastic. It's a wiffle ball bat. It's yeah, just wiffle ball bat. It's yep. so stupid. <laughs> but of course, uh, the Mario mime also has a lightsaber. Uh, so they're going to fight because this entire series is an excuse for a grown man to play swords badly. Oh, very much so. Very much so. This is like, he just was like, all right, I need at least 45 hours of me sword fighting other men, or I, I'm i just never going to come. So, Bible man, I don't care, but we're going to figure this out. Get, get in your goddamn chew face. Do you want me to even get hard? What's going on? Put on the gray. So so okay and then this is where we get sort of i think the central element of the bible man mythos which is the uh the bible quote shit talk oh it's amazing <laughs> it's amazing and there there's two different ones in this scene that were pretty ridiculous first he quotes romans 12 21 mm-hmm. like it's a big deal but it's the dumbest all that says is i looked it up it says Basic just win instead of losing. Good. Yep. Good is better than bad. <laughs> That's one of the Bible what verses. Passes he quotes. for wisdom in the New Testament. Yeah. And and then he quotes John 5 4, and he claims that it says, with our faith comes our victory. But that no, that I looked this one up too. That's not what it says. It says being born from God is a victory that actually trumps faith. Yes. Read your fucking book, (laughs) yeah, right. And learn to read. Why all your lines got ADR, asshole? (laughs) 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 We'll get there, but yeah. So he's he's Bible quote shit talking, uh, mashed potato Mario. But as he's doing it, Gossip Jew and Gay Luigi are sneaking up behind him. I'm just surprised he couldn't smell like the bagels and lox. He was just like, I'm sorry, is it salmon? (laughs) Oh, you got me. (laughs) (laughs) Right, but instead she sneaks up and gets him with her her Jew lasers. These are her beams of bitterness. And (laughs) you have to admit, that would be the superpower of a Jewish woman, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, I have those too. I get it. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. Shoot him out over the airways every Tuesday at seven. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. (laughs) She might as well burn down a building and collect the insurance money with her (laughs) lightning. It's so fucking rough, and not show up for work on nine eleven. Yeah. So okay. So the Mario Brothers kidnap him, and now he's out of the way, so she can destroy that goddamn youth group once and for all. But before she does, we have to hear that church group singing. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. the best. <laughs> Here's the thing. I rarely warn people when they're about to watch these movies with us. Uh, you can find this song. That's why I'm here. Bible Man Show on YouTube. Do not listen to this song unless you want it caught in your head for the next oh. seven years. Years. I watched this movie like a month ago and still I'll just like at, at randomest times I'll just be like, I'm gonna shoot it out with a bolt gun. I swear. Oh, okay. Well, so maybe we can exercise it from your brain by actually breaking down the lyrics here. All right, I, I had it. to sing it away with 1877 Cars for Kids. <laughs> The worst. <laughs> Try mannin'. All right, it's gone. It's gone. yeah. All right, all right. So here's the song. Now we, we have to keep you have to keep in mind this is being sung by ten year olds the way you expect ten year olds to sing with crimped hair, by the way. Oh, very crimped hair. <laughs> So she goes. Every day that I live is a chance to be awareness of all God has done for me. Yes, that's the beginning. <laughs> that is not an English sentence. These lyrics were written by the guys who wrote the instructions for my phone's accessories and shit. Every day that I live is a chance to be awareness of all God has done for me. Anyway, that's the opening. It gets worse. He. Uh, this is creepy. He loved us so much that he gave his life, and now I want to give him mine. That's very clearly about suicide, right? I expected her to just slit her wrists right there. <laughs> she just keeps singing as she nails herself to a cross. Like, <laughs> this is why I'm here. <laughs> Clam. Ah. Yeah. So then we go into the chorus where she goes, That's why I'm here to be like Christ. That's why I'm here every day of my life. Yes, Christ and life have rhymed now. That's why I'm here. That's a great rhyme compared to where we're going. Well, Just no, that's record. true, especially when the Gossip Jew starts singing. Um, She goes, I'm going to live without compromise as the day of the Lord draws near. That's why I'm here nice little work-in of an apocalypse promise into a kid's <laughs> song, right? So. <laughs> I love in this part, though, uh Fat Ryan starts singing when there was no lyrics, <laughs> and they do oh. not cut away, and it's amazing. It's just like a good five seconds of him being like, and the, I'm stupid, I'm Sorry, finishing. sorry. Uh, <laughs> hear, see him uh, looking at the cameraman and apologizing. Sorry, <laughs> take care. <ten. laughs> oh, I, I will say, <laughs> Anytime Ryan is on screen, you watch Ryan. It's oh, the if, best. if you're the gonna best. do this movie right, you keep track of Ryan. That Ryan's just, the highlight of this movie. He's <laughs> just occasionally pulling out candy bars from nowhere and just <laughs> inserting them down his throat like a very right. specific tumbler. <laughs> being judgmental about a thing I brought up earlier. And it's fine. All right. Oh, by the way, are are we gonna discuss the fact that she's singing into a tampon? That, yes, we That's are. what it is, right? <laughs> I, that's, it looks to me like the kids just found a tampon and they're like, look, guys, microphone. It's even got a little wireless cord. And stri- <laughs> I don't know what it actually was. I feel like they wouldn't have used a tampon. Carrie's mother comes over and she's just like, and they're all going to laugh at you. They're all going to laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so she sings to, into her tampon even more. She says, is that a stem cell blocker? <laughs> yeah, that's what that is. It's a stem cell blocker. It's a tadpole. <laughs> she says, I've got to be strong so my friends can see... How knowing you, Lord, is changing me. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, now we're done with the E rhymes. We move on to the o rhymes. Don't worry, there will be A's later. Um, may I point the way and all I say undo so those around me find their way to you. Yeah. And there was some fun uh, sexual tension between the Callie character and the Nikki character. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I thought that was nice. she, she definitely does the Michael Jackson pull her up on stage. Can I think do you think it's very <laughs> very intense. <laughs> so also then we get the chorus again and at the end of the chorus there's just this weird moment okay through all of this four of the five kids are all sitting together in a group and then ashley the little black girl is sitting off in the corner she doesn't get any books or anything like that she has her own water fountain and it seems like after the chorus she is about to go into her solo or at least think she is and the camera just abruptly cuts away from her back to the white girl Yes. Okay. I'm glad you noticed that as well. Cause I was like, did I miss her? So, Cause it's very clearly like doing the f- camera float up her torso thing. And then it's like, mm-hmm. she's, but I feel like she had a verse where she was just like, y'all motherfuckers need to learn right now. And they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. So instead we get crimpy hair saying, now Jesus knows what we're going through. Because he lived on this earth just like me and you. Okay, uh, technically he had superpowers, so not like me and you. No, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And this is where Nikki tries to start singing, but gets the lyrics horribly wrong, and they show us that, too, for a while. <laughs> yeah. It's like every white person, and the rap song comes on at the bar, and they try to do it, but then they have to stall on the N-word, and they're just like... I <laughs> 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 thought I told you, Man! Yeah, man. <laughs>
1: For. <laughs> the no, y'all motherfuckers <laughs> not <laughs> <laughs> fuck with me. Actually, go watch a white guy do that song, cause they hit the <laughs> fuck with me so powerfully. If they're avoiding the N-word, they'll tell <laughs> y'all fuck with me. Don't fuck me. <laughs> I
0: didn't say it, so don't fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so she carries on. Uh speaking again of Jesus. He promised to guide us every step of the way. He only wants to hear us say. "Um." And then they go into the chorus again. That's, that's why I'm here. So all Jesus asks in return for his sacrifices that we spend our entire lives devoted to worshiping him all the time. Heck of a guy, that Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's like when someone's like, hey, can I ask you a quick favor? And you're like, sure. And they're like, help me move, but for your whole life, for the rest of your <laughs> life. Oh,
1: wow. <laughs> You should not introduce that with quick favor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so having now politely waited for the musical number to end, the two evil mimes show up dressed as janitors with elf ears and dried mashed potatoes on their faces. They're in disguise, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. And and their plan is to gossip about the kids. To like get, and I just want to say that even though this works, it's weird for janitors to have the latest gossip on kids, right? That would be my first question. Not about whether the gossip was true. I'd just be like, hey, man, where'd Why would you, you learn that? give a shit? Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you a grown-up? <laughs> yeah, so the one janitor saying to the other, he's like, hey, I heard that that Nikki was a real bitch. <laughs> and Ricky overhears that Nikki is a bitch. Yep. Oh, and by the way, just to, just to recap, um, the stereotypes we've hit so oh, far yeah, yeah, extremely please. offensively. Uh, we obviously we've hit uh, Jewish lady, um, we've hit uh, Italian Americans, we've hit I think gay people. I think we've hit elves now too. <laughs> and I just I wanted to see a few more minority groups get stacked into this and introduced as bad guys, just like bebop and rock steady wearing hijabs, and then like like <laughs> it felt like it was going to keep going pretty pretty crazy. I feel like as we get into the series, you know, that. <laughs> and if any of you were elves in high school, I just want to apologize for Heath's joke now. I know that <laughs> I was an elf. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so Ricky overhears the two janitors gossiping about children uh, and, and they're talking about how one of the little girls was mean to the other little girl or one was talking behind the other little girl's back. So he comes up and he just like gets like nose to nose with that girl. And he's like, bitch. Yeah, literally. It's just like, hey, uh, maybe you could, because all their names end with E. So yeah. So it's like, hey, Ricky, can you help Nikki? And instead, he just gets raging bull levels of close <laughs> to our face. And he's like, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> And this is where we get into the schism, right? This is what I was talking about at the beginning where now all of the kids have to get angry at each other separately through sillier and sillier yes. miscommunications, right? Because the first one he's like, okay, he overheard the gossip and then she's like, I don't know why he would say that to me and it's like, say that to me? I'm a vegan, vegan you know my dad's a Vulcan, by the end I wanted like the last girl to just walk over to the black girl and just be like, N-word what? I don't know why I said that, i so I threw that out there I love, too, that as this is going on, the complex blocking involved in this, there's a a part where Fat Ryan has to walk by Ricky, and they, like, they shoulder up, right? They 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 go like they're going to duke it out. How I will pay anything to watch those children fight. And I've paid a lot of money to watch children fight other We're children. Not- but those oh that would is that is the mm, that is the McGregor versus uh, uh wife beater of of children fights. Whatever that guy's what, name Floyd is. Floyd Mayweather.
1: Sure. You're right. I, I should have been more specific. I was talking about
0: boxers. Yeah, so. <laughs> All right, so now the kids are all fighting with each other. Uh, So we can cut back to Gossip Queen's yeshiva, where Bible Man is writhing on the ground. Here, I want to point out that so far in this movie, Bible Man has been worse than useless. (laughs) And I just want to say, look at the way Bible Man was dressed. Okay, this
1: is how you get.
0: Oh Jesus! I'm just saying, I'm skeptical. Okay. (laughs) God, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So now I guess the roofies are wearing off now. Um, and so she's like, you know, talking shit to him and he's throwing out his Bible retorts that are that's just your opinion, man, levels of crappy. Oh, my! it's amazing. They wrote again. I it's rare now that I get to come back to our real original sentiments about Christian movies. But, hey, you get to write the movie really struck home for me in this moment. It's just like, ah, you always think you're so much better, everyone. I am. Nope, that's not. Not, like <laughs> right? Romans 12, 20. Really? Already did that one. Buddy. You got <laughs> yes. It. Yeah, they, like, was, You repeated that one, and it was shitty before. I was like, win on three. One, two, three, win. I'm Christians. We go this, man. <laughs> nope. Already did that one. And this is where he goes, I've read the whole Bible. Right? <laughs> it's obvious that he's supposed to say, I've read the whole Bible, but he says, I've read what? the whole Bible. And I kept expecting him to be like, not just the index, the whole thing. Like, what? Well, I thought maybe that was him, like, uh, you know, protesting too much there because he had quoted Romans twelve twenty one twice. And it's <laughs> such a <laughs> shitty verse. I can think of good ones too. <laughs> I've read the whole damn thing. Well, and he also says after that, he says, I've read the whole Bible. Your side won't win. He's saying this to the Jewish lady. The, the Jewish people lost in that book. Did you not? You did not read the whole thing if you're not aware of what happened with, with that. That's my theory. Idiot. I I had a theory that when he says I read the whole Bible, he meant not just the Old Testament. Oh. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now in a bizarre twist that will never make more sense than it does now uh, the gossip queen is like, well, I know you're my arch nemesis, but you can go home now it's if you'd like, best! <laughs> she just, she's like, well, did there. You know, you spent a lot of money on the set with the beakers and shit. I still have this goddamn leopard print blanket from the general, the dollar general behind me and everything. So, uh, yeah, you go back there. Just five minutes of him walking away, silent, awkward. Yeah, it's fantastic. (laughs) Well, he has to pull out his lightsaber right now, which means they didn't bother to disarm him after they kidnapped him. Keep in mind, he had his lightsaber in his hand when they kidnapped him. Um, And the bad guys are unarmed, so he could, like, take them out now, but he doesn't. And this isn't, by the way, like a Power Rangers, they won't escalate the conflict-type thing, because he later (laughs) murders all of them with this sword. <laughs> anyway, but before we get that, he's got to go back to Bible Man HQ where he's wrestling over the map screen from Star Fox. He's just <laughs> watching a screensaver. I don't know. <laughs> All I can describe it is. You ever turn off porn in a hurry on time, and the person walks in and they don't know you were watching porn, like they didn't catch you, and they're like, "What are you hey, doing?" Yeah. That's how he's looking at this computer. Just like, oh, just a, oh, oh, Facebook, audacity, oh, Facebook. I was just uh, tweeting. I was just watching this video of Earth moving through space. And that apparently is all that's happening. Yeah, that's it. Just in case Earth stops (laughs) rotating, he wants to be the first to know. (laughs) But then he switches. He switches to a a, a sine curve graph that explains his headache. Well, yeah, because next to that, there's a generic picture of a human like the one from the pharmaceutical commercials. And then there's the sine wave next to that, yeah. With the yeah, this is your circle area, and this is (laughs) your headache. That's it. Yeah, this is the cosine of your headache. (laughs) (laughs) This is the sine of your headache. In case that helps you, (laughs) does not. That's stupid. That's meaningless. And then there's also a a radar screen. To to track incoming headaches. (laughs) What? I don't know what he's doing. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) It's complete nonsense. Every screen is nonsense.
0: Roadrunner cartoon going on in there somewhere. Yeah. Anyway. And okay, so she he goes. He's standing there. He, he's got a headache. That's very important, apparently. A- a- and he's he going, got like, roofied, which well, they address said, as if it's not upsetting at all. They're like, "Yeah, we uh, just we roofied him. It's fine. Yeah, right." I wonder what happened in the interim. I'm skeptical. <laughs> I wanted like a slideshow of roofie night pictures to show up on the screen. It's like the end of, end of Hangover. Like him, the gossip queen, like pulling teeth out with pliers, just filled with dicks from all sides. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah so he's talking about his headache and he goes like why did she let me go again that will never be answered why bother have him dwell on that question well i assume it's because she's jewish and therefore probably a little suicidal and she knows when he comes back he'll murder her so So, jesus (laughs) all right and since the future of the bible club and Bible Man's migraines are literally the only stakes this show is going to offer up. I need to inject some suspense before the break by giving Act 3 the hard sell here. Will the kids solve their conflict in time for the Bollywood dance number? Will the henchman defeat Bowser's sinister machinations? Will the Gossip Queen rape Bible Man to death? Find out the answers to these questions and more when we return for the counter-climactic conclusion of Bible Man, Silencing the Gossip Queen. Hey, Carl. Uh, what you doing? Oh, hey, Heath. I'm just checking out the fantastic pornography in the members area of Brazzers.com. Brazzers.com. What's uh, what's Brazzers.com? Well, it's the number one pornographic guys. Guys, web- what the hell are you doing? Uh, sorry. What? Brazzers.com doesn't sponsor our show. Yeah, yeah, but but you know how Blue Apron sends us free stuff and Stamps.com sends us the free mail credits. Yeah. We were just thinking, you know. Yeah, maybe we just start the ads Uh, and, and, you know, they'll, like, send us stuff. You're you're doing this all wrong. Hey, Carl. What you doing there, buddy? Oh, hey, Heath. I'm just checking out the fantastic pornography in the members area of Brazos.com. And smoking these smooth Marlboro cigarettes. There we go. (laughs) And we're back for more of this shit. When we last left our hero, the youth group hung in the balance. And we're going to start off reminding you of that with another scene of the same thing happening. (laughs) more. The kids are all giving each other the silent treatment. I just wrote my notes. You're breaking up the band. Yeah, I wrote that their Bible (laughs) club got jillioned, but that's just between us. (laughs) You still listen to animal? Do you still listen? Anyway, yeah, so there's, there's, clearly there's no coming back from this level of Bible club division. This is Israel-Palestine levels of just North Korea versus South Korea levels. It, it's just, it's, it's a, like I said, it's an all out fucking schism at this point. Right. But then uh Bible man walks in, well, he's not Bible man at this point. He's the teacher at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. He walks in. He's like, Hey, I realize this is, you know, a private student led Bible club that's consistent with the first amendment, all other. Jew laws, but I'm clearly in charge here. You guys need to fucking calm down in the name of Jesus and stop gossiping. Yeah, I thought yeah. I just wrote in my notes. Okay, I know this is private, but I'd like to butt in, like all weird adults butt in on child <laughs> yeah, conversations. Exactly. I'd like to introduce Coach Dave. He'd like to say a few words. Everybody, take a knee. Here's Coach Dave. <laughs> Talk about gossip. Yeah. So I was expecting the next scene to be like Nikki and Ricky burning mickey at the stake or whatever <laughs> um, but instead bible man has gone and and put on his bible man costume and i'm with you heath i was guessing that this was his way of being like ah, oh, it's not it's not teacher led if i'm in disguise is it <laughs> yeah. um so but now they're walking down the street and bible man's blaming the jews I, he's, he's, he's like uh does anyone remember like a super duper offensive jewish stereotype yeah he's like now when you guys were right before you guys started getting angry does anyone remember anything different yeah anything weird about that last meeting <laughs> any like jews or italian elves actually yes was <laughs> that's a, crazy. I, it's, italian. it's amazing yes. no wow. totally is do you think what that's causing thinking? this what am i thinking and and there's this also amazing moment where he goes see like you kids you need to watch out for satan's minions or whatever yeah and at one point the kid goes oh this whole thing is my fault and bible man's just like yep yep he nods (laughs) he nods when ricky says oh wow it's all my fault he's like yep sure is you little bitch shouldn't have made fun of my sweater vest um, and so, but then we have to have each of the kids like one by one disentangle the conflicts they had earlier. And so many of them were ridiculous that it becomes like unintentionally hilarious immediately. Yeah, Again, the third and fourth girls got in fights because they just took the last word that someone said and assumed it was about them. Yeah, right. No, it was it was like confusion about pronouns there that got the last of them. Yeah. One of the lines was... Oh, I thought you thought I was conceited. That's This is why you need Oxford commas or else people are gonna get, it's gonna cause gossip and schisms. I also be clear. I loved Ashley, the little black girl, she's like, I thought you guys were all just being a bunch of assholes to each other. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but she was right. Yeah. So- <laughs> By the way, why was Black Girl drastically younger than everyone else? It's like I mean, there's no reason. For it. It's just like four middle school kids and a black fetus. And like, that's the cast <laughs> of this weird little group. I don't understand. Well, they had to go for some diversity late. They couldn't, yeah, they couldn't find a black girl the right age. I don't know. And that wouldn't surprise me a lick. Uh, but then this is where we get the ADR that Heath was warning us about. Or the first <laughs> best. The first bit of it. He quotes, okay, and this is what I think is that he, he quoted like he's like, well, according to Matthew eighteen seventeen, but then they realized afterwards that the right quote was eighteen fifteen. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what happened. And, okay, no, okay, we actually have to play this. We could not do this justice without. Yeah, you just, need the clip. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Morgan, if you'll play clip one, please.
1: The truth is, any one of us could have stopped this whole mess by just talking first.
0: That's right, Nikki. Matthew eighteen fifteen. If your brother sins against <laughs> you. <laughs> So much, it's like Matthew 18, 15, 15, might as well be a different person's voice, just 18, 15, right? (laughs) How many times do you think Willie Ames tried to say 18, 15 before they gave up? Yeah, because like you could just get the take right. I don't understand yes oh. also let's point out that this part of matthew is just join me in the kitchen for a whisper fight right it is the joy yes. and whispery fight in the kitchen origin <laughs> it story is. <laughs> it is <laughs> well yeah it, and also if you read through the entire uh the entire verse it then goes on to the rule of threes and shit and it gets really fucking weird really quick. Like like honestly, if you read all the way through, you have rape apologetics, but yeah, he only he only quotes the first part. And
1: to be fair, that's true of all of
0: Matthew. Like Well, it's impossible to
1: quote more than a sentence of Matthew before he's like because they're coming for your bicycle. And you're like, oh, <laughs>
0: 1818 18, 18, 18 15. So, Swing Bible so, I also love the way this closes it. It's like, you know, we've all learned an important lesson today And Bible man goes, and speaking of lessons I have a Jew to smack I just, <laughs> like, <laughs> Got a Rastafarian Jew mud witch to deal with Peace <laughs> So, okay, so now we go back to Gossip Queen's lair and she's gonna sing us a song about gossiping. Yeah, this is a prequel to Marvelous Miss Maisel. It's no. fine. <laughs> I heard from Heath that there were slave ships filled with dead bodies, so this is fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> oh no. Okay, I want to dig into that. Eli, yeah. Did you, I make that up? Because you, you're not implying that. Like, no, no, that's didn't a joke. I'm obviously, doing a bit like, obviously have it worse than Jews the in- history right you're not no it's been. Okay. well now a, now doing, he's saying oh, now that I'm on his third try so yeah he had two strikes <laughs> hey, oh and we're two characters now we're, we're just, just breaking characters just, no, It's good. Just, it's good. Mean, you're protecting the plate you had two strikes i think you got <laughs> you might have saved it but if, if you, it. you guys listen That's back fine. to a couple other episodes a couple other shows you'll That's see what i'm talking about i had a lovely marvelous miss mazel joke but now we're just fine it's fine good it's like citation needed i'm just fun it's fun it's, fun. it's
1: cool i love playing low status
0: all right so yeah and, and by the way can we i don't want to fuck a kid either that's also just for clarity, that's a joke about pushing social mores that i we used based on me saying alternative stuff earlier it was about that and they were supposed to interrupt me and they didn't and we kept it because it's funny out of just well, we're here I was just, I was going to like, I expected you would keep character and I could just keep fucking with you a little bit there. That was oh, my wait, plan. Oh, wait, no, then- go back. Never mind. Let me explain <laughs> something, all right? Who's the Jewish Martin Luther King? None. You know why? Because we're too busy funding the Martin Luther Kings. That's right. More like Malcolm can't write his own checks. Oh, Jesus Christ. The Jews funded a large part of the civil rights <laughs> Yeah, that evens it up. That That, that (laughs) check there. Where were the Jewish slaves? I mean, there was slavery, but that check, there was a check (laughs) in the 60s from someone to someone. Let's all remember all the numbers. (laughs) Eli makes great points. Guys with the two whitest names. That's fine. Fine. If, if you like Bosnick is extraordinarily white, Rosenberg, as Rosenberg Bosnick, but, but, my friend, but both my, but both of my real name and my fake name are Jewy. They're pretty chewy. Yeah. Gonna, I wasn't thinking about you. I wasn't thinking about you. I'm not going to name any names. But I'm right. just saying. <laughs> okay, well, both of my names are Nazi, but that's not really good. <laughs> I feel like we're getting off track. I'm just saying, if we go far back enough in everyone's family tree, we're going to find some slave owners and it's not going to be with the Bershnofsky's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now, speaking of anti-Semitism, uh, I, I have to point out, that it, we all have some form of this at this point in our notes. The Gossip Queen is getting more Jewish as the show goes on. Oh, oh she's it's, it's, it's Fiddler on the Roof at this point; <laughs> like it's over the top. She's got a beard. She's doing a bottle dance. She's got payas. Yeah, it's crazy. She, <laughs> she rhymes floss it with gossip, and it, <laughs> yep. it kind of works with the accent she's doing. Yeah, that again. That was one of the better rhymes. They, it's yep. so rough. Oh, they eventually stop trying. They're like, there's a faucet and I gossip and hello there and everybody go home. Yeah, no. <laughs> and immediately after that, they try to they try to rhyme secret with did it. And, um, and also tell me with you and me. They tried to rhyme yeah, that, but, but, they, but they missed. Yes. They missed rhyming me with me. They were supposed to say <laughs> you and me at the end and she says me and you. Yes. It's amazing. <laughs> Shit, fuck, second take? Nope. No, no You could, you, you could see everybody <laughs> thinking about stopping And then just like, oh, fuck it, keep oh, rolling God, Willie, Willie they Ames just... couldn't name numbers That took forever, we're just <laughs> getting keep going right. right, I so wish they had just like adr in Willie Ames saying it You know, over <laughs> her, her singing That would have been and great Me, <laughs> me. 11, <laughs> shit uh, Me, 16, me Damn it <laughs> All right, but eventually Bible Man shows up to put an end to this goddamn musical number. Uh, But his lightsaber, of course, is no match for her Jew lasers. But then he believes in the Bible and, and reflects the Jew lasers at the henchmen? Yes. So then he murders Luigi and then murders Mario in the same manner. And then they managed to fuck up the ADR even (laughs) worse. This, This might be the best one, although there is another one after this, too. Yeah, this is the last one I felt the need to clip out of the show. So, Morgan, if you could roll clip two there. I told you, Gossip Queen, I've read the Bible and your side loses. You don't believe that Bible stuff? Ephesians 6 and 11 says, put on the full armor of God. Now keep in mind, we would just re-record 11. the fucking scene. It were a goddamn podcast and we would just re-record it. Ephesians 6 11 <laughs> it says, put on God's armor. Oh. Also, God, Jesus, Ephesians 6 11, we... We could re- we could give you that one off the top of our heads, yeah, based on the last couple of months alone. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Honestly, it sounded like they had to adr the adr <laughs> yes. like Williams. They were like, "Just say eleven now," and he was like, eleven They're like, "Oh my god." <laughs> He's like, "No, just keep it. We're keeping. We have. We got it. We got it. We're good with that." And then the next day, they had to be like, "Oh my god, we didn't get it. Just say eleven. We'll get somebody else to do it. Fine." And, and then. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, and then she's like, "You wouldn't kill a woman, would you?" And he, and his peak of the episode is him going, "Yes, I would." Yes. And he kills the woman. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then like she dies horribly, and then he's got to turn to the camera and kind of wink and go, "Yeah, Bible warns about bitches like that, doesn't it?" Yeah. Jewish ones, (laughs) you know. Cut! Cut! What did we say? Sorry, Japanese. What? No! God damn it! (laughs) Wop! All right. So now that all of that's taken care of, we have earned a musical number from the kids. Now, I actually mean that we've earned it this time because this time it's a song and dance, which means that Fat Ryan has to dance. (laughs) Baby Heath is giving this 10,000%. It is, it's the best. It's the literal best. <laughs> Wait, okay. <laughs> At any point, if you pause during this thing, Ryan will be completely off beat and doing his own thing, and Ricky's mom will very clearly have made him do this. Oh, it's fantastic. You can watch him le- get further and further yes, behind the yes. beat. Not not even evenly though. No. He just gets like awkwardly <laughs> less and less close to the beat. And then like every ten seconds he does this like horribly awkward reset <laughs> where he jumps back to try to start up. Yes. It's oh, the great at one point he just really does his own dance. He's just like in the back, just like he's doing yeah, a mock all of a sudden he's doing a sprinkler yeah on <laughs> the dice is he cabbage patch No. <laughs> oh, what we okay also okay so while he's doing that this 11 year old girl is in the front singing about all the horrible sins that she's committed in her 11 years. It just got increasingly uncomfortable, especially when she started singing about a man being deep, deep inside her. Oh, when the lyrics got sexual, when the lyrics literally (laughs) got sexual. She says, God lives inside of me. And like, okay. That's, you know, you you can interpret that line. But then she she literally points at her vagina and when she says that. It's very upsetting. And, and then it emphasizes deep, deep inside of me as she's right. doing and that. And she, like, curled up to get the G-spot. It, uh, <laughs> it was no good. Yeah. Not good. No, no, no. Not okay. Also, can we talk about this crowd? Oh, my God. The crowd watching this <laughs> looks like a PSA about overfluoridation. It is yeah. nuts. It is people of Walmart memes. Every fucking one of them. Oh, it's a fantastic. Yeah, they all look like plague villagers from Monty Python. And, there's, and then there's this, like, extremely ugly child, too. There's a bunch of... There's, like... Like a reverse Zika baby out there <laughs> in the audience. he has got the biggest <laughs> head it's somehow. A yes. ma- like a mascot for an orphanage. It, like, <laughs> oh, So good. You could have sold ad space on that kid's head. <laughs> they probably do now. So yeah, and this goes on forever, by the way. We are still watching this and we always will be. Like there are nine <laughs> choruses at the end of this fucking thing. By the end of it, Ryan is 30 seconds behind everybody else. He's so late, (laughs) he might as well start his own new movie. (laughs) 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 And then the whole thing comes to a close with a big thumbs up from Bible, man. He likes watching children shake their butts and talk about their sins. Yeah, they do the big ending post thumbs up and then like, 45 seconds later, Ryan, like, slams into the frame doing a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Like fucking the Josh Gaddon Book of Mormon there. Yeah, no, he was amazing. Again, like, if you just make sure you're watching him every moment that he's on screen, the movie's worth watching. All right. So now, obviously, this is the moral of the story is pretty easy. It's that if you want to be a good Christian, you shouldn't gossip. And since we very clearly don't want to be good Christians, I guess that means we should gossip. So, you guys want to start any rumors? Oh, finally, Ooh. you've been taking my suggestions from the box. Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, Thomas Smith's baby isn't his. Oh, Jesus! Christ. No, because it has feet. Because it has feet. It obviously has feet. Jesus yeah, that Christ. makes it better. Not- that makes <laughs> it better. I mean, Lydia could do, and probably has done better. But that's not. That's not on. Lit- I mean, this, that's you're up lucky to them. he doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> He sure does it. He sure does and here's the greatest thing. When enough of you tweeted him, he'll text me and be like, What'd you do? And I won't tell him. And he'll be like, Well, this is where it lies. I'm not making it through an hour of your show. You guys Cut picturing Thomas Smith in some cuck porn with like, but it's foot porn and cuck porn at the Ooh, same time? That's am, what I'm picturing. Now I'm, I'm Googling that now. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Good looking guy, that Thomas. All right, you got any rumors, Heath? Uh, yeah, okay, um, Tom from Cognitive Dissonance is D.B. Cooper. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not a, like, I'm 50-50. That's, yeah, that's, no, that actually is very good. It would luxury. make a lot of sense. <laughs> All right, now, obviously, we've become huge fans of the Bible Man franchise, um, but I think it, it suffers from the same problem as the MCU, not enough good villains. So in the interest of job security, I wonder if you guys have any suggestions for, like, future enemies Bible Man could take on. Uh, mm. Mademoiselle masturbation She's like oh, a super hot Asian stereotype <laughs> <laughs> As long as she's not 11 years old It'll be a step up yeah. How um, about um, Martin Luther King Jr <laughs> <laughs> He's a good bad guy Yeah but they'll make him Jewish for this one <laughs> Teams uh, up with Abe Lincoln And they you get him and well that's going to do it for our review of bible man silencing the gossip queen that's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to pay the bills next week so eli tell us what's on deck bells i mean cries of the unborn cries of the unborn So with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 140 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per-episode donation to patreon.com slash godawful, and thereby earn early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help us out a ton by leaving a five-star review on iTunes, and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist, Citation Needed, and The Skeptocrat available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Our theme song was written and performed by Brian Slotnik of Evil, Drafts on Mars. All other music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright, Neal Bostic, I'm no Illusions promising to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with a Breakfast Club close. Bible Man eventually got killed by a slow-moving coin passing through his face. <laughs> Blabbermouth eventually ate a fire flower and fucked Bible Man's shit all up. Tom, what's all the plate money? Give me all the plate money! <laughs> I got your money! <laughs> I'm gonna marry a pole dancer with this money! <laughs> got not Were you talking about the bullpen? Were you calling to the bullpen to get rid of me for for Yeah,
1: replace you with Moishe because he's anti-Semitic.
0: Not because he's funnier than you, because he's not. It's because he's Jewish Uh and we bring him for the Jewish thing. Don't do this. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do this. Heath. (laughs) All right. And these are all pulled from his email. I That's- changed a couple of words to make them rhyme, <laughs> but these are all 99.99% pulled from his emails and Facebook messages. That's fucking hilarious. Are we not about to sing this all together? No, in a, no, ra- in a no, round? We're oh, gonna- uh, me and Anna did it. Okay. The- <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Fine, <laughs> Moishi take over for me, and we're not sitting the fucking round. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I was just about to go. Say. Fuck yourself. I'm just uncrimping my hair. Like fuck, man. This took forever. <laughs> oh, Ever. Fine. No, <laughs> no. Pulls out his payas throws him on the floor. <laughs> All right. Well, fuck you. I did costume. <laughs> Seriously though, Brassers, just say the Say the word. Say the word. I I already give you money. Or you're supporting you a lot. I'll stop. (laughs) (laughs) I pitched it wrong. I pitched it wrong. No. no, A lot of your stuff's on Pornhub. I can watch the first eight minutes of like all the stuff if (laughs) I want to on Pornhub. And that's all I need. Yeah, let's face it. Who the fuck needs more than that's, eight that's minutes? That's like three I'm, laps right there. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. As long as you can pause it. Um, does you, you can pause it. <laughs> well done, Heath. I'm in my 40s. I need to pause. I want a medium orgasm. <laughs> Went from a minute, now it's forever. It's ridiculous. By murdering her. This is literally what he does. And for those of you who were murdered in high school, (laughs) (laughs) this is why your teachers should have had guns. (laughs) It's an evergreen joke, everybody. You like that? The year (laughs) 2027? How did I know? (laughs) Simpsons yeah. did it. I guess, yeah. Make all the high school shooting jokes you want. Even yeah. no matter, no matter when we release this episode, that will be topical. Yep. Uh,
1: I had a lovely, <laughs>
0: marvelous Miss Maisel. Joke for <laughs> Just all call each other out. Back on the show, I bet he's got some stuff to say. It's fine. It's fine. Well, now we have to cut that part. <laughs> Do we? Uh, we <laughs> do Wait, I'll, I'll lead back fuck and- him <laughs> it. the preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm LLC copyright 2018 all rights reserved